What's going on, everybody? It's me, it's me, it's the P-R-I-M-E, and I am back. Welcome to the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. I'm, of course, I'm your host, Prime, like I just said, but I gotta tell you, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been thinking about doing different stuff, and I thought, why not try a different method of how I do my podcast this week, see how it goes. This week... I decided I wanted to do a full Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episode. So, uh, I was just chilling. I saw this list, and it was like the top 10 like sitcoms. And some shows on there I didn't agree with. Some shows on there I did agree with. Uh, did agree with and some shows I thought I should add on. But I thought this is prime nostalgia. And why not get nostalgic and start reviewing older TV shows on my podcast. I just started doing movie commentaries on YouTube, so why not uh, do older shows as well? So, what I did was, for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I watched one episode for each season, because there are six seasons. So, I watched one episode, put in a random episode, and I, I took my notes on it, and I got some facts and stuff. I want to see how this method works. So, uh, I guess without further ado, we're going to get right on into it. So, uh, by the way, I'm going to rate these episodes. So, we'll get to that later. But, the first episode I did, Season 1, Episode 6. Uh, it's called Mistaken Identity. So, um, this is the episode where... Uh, uh, Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv go to Prom Springs with their, you know, their friends and stuff. And the, what's his name? I don't know. I'm going to say old dude. The old dude at, you know, the ones cars in the driver's car down there while they take their, you know, because they are rich. So they could take their boat or they, they could take the helicopter down there. And Carlton, he's, he's going to drive down there because... You know, because so Will uh, sneaks in the car, scares cars, and of course he does. And why they are driving a rich, a rich guy's car? They driving it from Bel Air to Palm Springs, and they get lost because Will had to go to the bathroom, so they lost. So they trying to see where they going. At. They get pulled over by the police. Now, uh, I know, especially in the nineties, this was a big, big deal big issue but when you are african-american or black and you're driving a nice car they gonna stop you they it just happens i don't i don't think they i don't know it just happens especially uh tv shows and stuff that at that time they wanted to they wanted to get that point across where because i seen this i seen this there's like a different episode just in like every show, every black show, I'm telling you. I know they got this for Moesha, that one episode, uh, where the, uh, Q, well, they was driving to Beverly Hills. I believe they got one of these in Family Matters, uh, with, with Eddie, and, uh, um, he was driving, doing something, and then they got, it's, it's a couple episodes, it's like, in the 90s, they made sure each, you know, show had an episode like this one. 
you know, just to show the importance of, you know, and, and to raise awareness. But anyways, the police think that they stole the cars because they are African-American men and they were driving a very nice car. But everything that they were, <laughs> everything that they were saying that they were telling the complete truth. But it just sounds like a lie because, it, 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 I mean, honestly, it does. He was like, "Yeah, let me." Uh, my butler didn't answer me. I gotta, I gotta call him back. It, if you didn't know them, you think that they're being smart, but in actuality, they were telling the truth, and you know they got thrown in jail. Usually, I'm assuming you get two phone, one phone call. But since it was two of them, they get two phone calls. So one, they called a building where their parents are in Palm Springs. They don't answer because they're having a good time watching the game. Keep that in mind. They're watching the game. That's one. And also, they um they really can't hear. And the lady, she's kind of older, so she can't hear already. And then plus it being loud noise and then watching the game. So that's one, one thing. Then they call, you know, they call the house. Hillary is there babysitting Ashley. Jeffrey is off duty, but he's still there. So he answered the phone. And uh, Will was like, yeah, I need you to do me a favor. But Jeffrey's like, man, I'm off duty. Do it yourself. They hung up. So that that's that's all their phone calls. They don't have any more phone calls to give. So uh, Carter says, they are watching the game. He, um, Carton, says they're watching the game. Will says, you know what? I got a plan. So he confesses, he confesses to you know, stealing all these cars and stuff while there's a camera crew present so that obviously he can he can get on TV during the game so that they can see it. They see it coming in there immediately. And then uh Uncle Phil went off on these dudes. And you know what? Just for that I'm gonna play I'm gonna play this clip because it is so amazing and Uncle Phil went off. You don't talk to my wife like that. Now, wait a minute, buddy. Who the hell do you think you're talking to? Who the hell do you think you're talking to? I've got a few questions for you. When you got this alleged confession from these two young men, did they have a lawyer present? No, because I'm their lawyer. Did you notify their parents? No, because we're their parents. So, officer, don't tell us to wait. And don't tell us to sit down. Just open that damn cell and let those two boys out of there. I'm going to tie this place up with so much litigation that your grandchildren are going to need lawyers. But, yeah, Uncle Phil went off on the police. That was that was tight. Then um, they kind of had this this law, this law discussion about, the you know, the black guy and the law. And, and it kind of still holds up to this day. Sometimes they see a brother driving. I'm just saying, sometimes they, they see him driving a nice car, they be like, that's not, that's not right. Like I said, they did have a, every show, every black show had in the 90s had an episode like this. I'm pretty sure, what mostly every black show, you know. But yeah, I'm pretty sure mostly every black show had an episode like this. So, anyways, what do I grade this episode? So, I'm going to take like a thing from each episode. And I'm gonna try to put that in my greatest. I'm not, I don't do stars. I don't do uh, uh, numbers or anything like that. I'm gonna pick something that stood out to me during the episode. So in this episode, I picked stolen cars. So I've said this episode is 6.5 stolen cars out of 10. Uh, hopefully that method catches on for me. Maybe. Uh, so I got 6.5 stolen cars out of 10. 
thought this was a regular Fresh Prince episode, even though the comedy didn't didn't all land for me, but this had a story behind it that I, you know, I was alright with. On to season two. Like I said, I watch one episode each season. So I watch six episodes. But I, I do watch this show a lot. But I just wanted to do uh do these six, you know, to get a you know. So this is season two, episode eleven. The butler did it. Now, the parents are going out of town again. So this is two episodes in a row I watching the parents go out of town. Uh, and so is Jeffrey. Jeffrey is going out of town as well to a convention. So we see Ashley. Ashley is a Girl Scout now. And she, for some reason, can't sell Girl Scout cookies. Nobody wants to take her to the store. Her and the Girl Scouts, they, they don't want to take them to the store. So she decides, you know what? I'm going to get in this Benz and I'm going to drive off. She gets caught obviously and um you know if anything goes wrong while uncle phil is going automatically is blamed on will even if he's not even home it's just automatically blamed on will so he's getting upset because he knows it's going to be automatically blamed on him carlton sets up a music video don't know who he talked to because if you could be set up a music video, I'm pretty sure Uncle Phil wouldn't mind his house becoming a music video if he was getting paid five thousand dollars. I'm just saying, I don't think he wouldn't mind if you you could have did you could have had all a lot of all these people shoot music videos in your house, you know. Um, but yeah, they uh they set their furniture outside, and you know they say we'll put this all back on Monday. On Monday, on Monday. Take notes. It's going to be back on Monday. Anyways, we get BBD, Bell Bill DeVoe. We get Bell Bill DeVoe in this episode. I forgot that I forgot they was on an episode of Fresh Prince. So maybe, just maybe, I will probably get Ron or Rick or Mike to uh, maybe do a either a reaction to this episode or talk about how was this episode or something. Well, I'll try to work something out. Um, anyways, they, <laughs> the video, they're shooting a music video, they're shooting a video for Gangster, which they should have at least kept this as an alternate version to the video, because none of this footage was ever, ever used, but, um, the first time they, they shoot a music video, Will comes in and interrupts the video, that's the first time, the second time, uh, the Girl Scouts, Ashley and the Girl Scouts interrupt the video, third time, Will interrupts the video again, they dancing, and then, um, so they, they, they did this, like, maybe four or five times. They did it over. Each time they do it, I notice Ron does this, like, bicycle move. And it's hilarious because he literally, that's, I didn't notice that was his signature move. But that's, like, his signature. This little bicycle move movement that he does. He does it all the time. Whether he does the full bicycle movement or whether he do it with his legs. But he does that move every time and the shoulders <laughs> um so the parents call they are upset because some big shot in the hotel has has you know he's just taking up all the hotel staff all the hotel is just all the hotel staff is just occupied with with him he, they're busy employees so the service is terrible so you know they say hey we're coming home tonight we're coming home early because we tired of the service. Service sucks. So, you know, it starts 
storming outside because they said we'll put it back Monday. But it's raining and storming now. So all our furniture is soaked. Whew. All right. How's that going to work? Will instantly passes out because he knows he's going to get in trouble. He instantly passes out. Uh, so if this was uh, Keenan and the Cat, this would be one of those moments where you get the why? It'd be one of those moments. Anyways, um, all the all the staff is still busy. Even when they check out, all the staff is busy. And we see that Jeffrey is the big baller that got all the staff. So I guess he took all the money that he formulated working with the bank's family. And he just said, you know what? I'm going to ball out for this one weekend. And all the butlers get to come along because we are tired of it. We're sick and tired of it. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what he was thinking. Um, but anyways, they clean up and they, they, they replace everything with the money that they get from the video. So technically, they get no money from the video. But they all get everything from the house back. And the parents come back and everything goes well. They don't suspect a thing. And the episode ends. I thought it was going to end with something. I mean, they did paint the wall. And Uncle Phil leaned on the wall and there was paint on his back. But he's not going to notice that. Even though, I know this is a nitpick, but wouldn't you smell the, the paint? I'm just saying, nitpicky. Or maybe we just got a strong nose. I don't know. But, uh, I... I rated this episode 7.5 busy, <laughs> 7.5 busy hotel employees out of 10. I chose busy hotel employees for this episode, but you know, uh, thought it was clever. <laughs> Let's go on to episode, oh, episode, season three, episode three, uh, called That's No Lady, That's My Cousin. Um, we start off with uh, this like uh, amateur footage of a, a blog style, a blog style that would become a show called Good Luck Charlie. Have you ever seen Good Luck Charlie? You know what Good Luck Charlie is about? This is kind of it. He was like, "Hey, I'm your dad. That's your mom. That's you in the stomach." You know, because they're pregnant. What? Yes. At like 45 years old. <laughs> at like 40 something years old. Aunt Viv is pregnant. And. uh, You know. So they want to tell the kids. So they tell the, the they tell the kids. That they're having a baby. The kids laugh. Oh yeah whatever. They're like oh you're serious. And we're not happy. We're not so happy about that one. But you know. uh, So instantly. Uh, Uncle Phil's like. Hey Viv, uh, Hillary you have to move out. And she was like, mm, it's not my fault you're having a baby, so why do I have to move out? Anyways, um, Viv have, has an increasing appetite. So her increasing appetite, because she's eating for two, is, is you know, that's what happens. You have an increasing appetite, but all the family's taking her food. So, like, every time she looks away, does something, they take a bite, they take something, and she ends up with no food on her plate, basically. Anyways, uh... I think Will and Carlton are seniors, and Ashley is a freshman. And they're this is the first year that their school, Bel-Air Prep, is allowing women. So it's co-ed. First time they're allowing women into their school. Carlton is upset about the school being co-ed. But, you know, I guess as soon as he gets there, he sees the girls for the first time in his school. He's like, oh, maybe this, this is a good idea. 
So Carlton and Will are at lunch, and a super hot girl walks in, got all the boys' attention. And Carlton's like, yo, who's that? He was like, it's your sister. <coughs> Ashley, first of all, I want to say, I don't know how old she was, and so maybe I shouldn't say that, but she was looking good. Anyways, and uh, a lot of people, y'all know how I feel about Ashley in those later seasons of Fresh Prince. So, I'm just saying. Anyways, uh, Ashley wants a She wants attention. She wants a lot of attention. All right, like she she want to put herself out there because she wasn't getting attention on the first day. So she like, oh, yeah, I got to get all the attention. She wanted to get all the attention that she could get. Um, you know. But Will ends up explaining to her what's special about a woman. You know, they have a heart to heart moment. But he ends up, you know, because Will, usually Will, he, he has those 90s, those cheesy 90s pickup lines and uh, um, your feet hurt because you've been walking through my mind all day. And are you a 10? Are you from Tennessee because you only 10 I see and all them kind of pickup lines and stuff? He's been using them the whole show like a dog. But then when somebody do it, when somebody do what he do to his cousin, he's like, hey, man, that's not cool. So, you, yeah. Yeah, all right. Because <laughs> um, Will Smith, in, in the show, he be, he be treating them wrong. I'm be, I'll am be honest. At least the ones he be, he be treating them wrong. Anyways, uh, not really much to this episode, but I did like the, I like the story of it. So that's why I gave it seven cheesy 90s pickup lines. No, I'm kidding. I gave it seven pickup lines out of ten. Cause the episode was really like meh. It was like eh, okay, but the um the story about like you women wanted attention. Women don't know what men want. Men don't know what women want. It's like you just got to know what's special about you. I kind of like that. So I, that's why I gave it seven. Just, just, just me. Uh, we are on episode. I keep saying episode first. Season four. Episode 10. Uh, home is where the heart attack is. So, we start off the episode. We're like, Uncle Phil, you're not healthy. You got to get healthy. You got to go on a diet. And for some reason, Ashley springs into action. Like, she jumped into action. She's like, oh, yeah. I'm really concerned. I'm going to take this away. I'm going to take this away. I'm going to take this away. I'm calling all the stores. Telling them that you can't go there anymore. I'm buying you treadmills. I'm taking you to play tennis with me. I'm changing your diet for real. I'm taking all the food out the house. So Uncle Phil goes on the diet. He hates the diet, but he goes on the diet. Um, but Will sneaks Uncle Phil food for his money for it. Will wanted to go to Mexico. So, you know, everybody's going. Uh, I'm Viv and all the kids and, and, and Hillary and Carter, I think they went to a movie. And Will sneaks in. He, he brings them some food. Uncle Phil has a heart attack, so he's rushed to the hospital. And then Will and Uncle Phil have a heart-to-heart of a, you know, of a, I thought I was scared. I thought I was going to lose you and, you know, stuff like that. That heart-to-heart stuff. And uh, Uncle Phil's like, you know, tell Carter, be strong, take care of the house. And why he, uh, every time he's in the hospital, he's like, where's Carlton? I need Carlton. Where's Carlton? Carlton is, isn't there. Carlton is scared to go to the uh, hospital. He's scared. He's obviously scared. 
Because, you know, I mean, that is a scary. You know, you go in there, you see all these wires and tubes and stuff. Will says, snap out of it, man. At least you have a dad to go to. I don't have nothing. So go to go there before I have to beat you up and knock you out and drag you there myself. Uh, anyways, they have a heart-to-heart Carlton and Uncle Phil, and then they return home. Because, you know, Car- uh, Uncle Phil is Superman to Carlton. So he really sees his dad in that light. Anyways. I gave this episode 8.5 treadmills out of 10 because this episode hit me. First of all, he had a heart attack. I was like, oh, I want to spend him that for have a heart attack. When it said home is where the heart attack is, I was expecting this to be the episode where Will was like, mama, no. Because I don't know why. I don't know why. I just expected it to be. be uh. <laughs> all right. Gonna go to season five. Season five, episode eight, Soul Train. This episode is called Soul Train. Uh, so we see a home video. Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv, they were on Soul Train. Uh, and twenty five years ago from that time, they were on Soul Train, and he proposed to her on like when you gotta you gotta scribble the letters out, and they have the artist name. And he wrote, I think he wrote, Vivian, I love you and I want to marry you. And then he proposed to it. And Don Cornelius like, uh, that's wrong, bruh. <laughs> so, by the way, we got Don Cornelius in this episode. Like, he was playing himself, but he was act like, I thought it was some old footage that they just edited them in. Nah. Don Cornelius, Don Cornelius was there having him a good time. Uh, That's good to see. But they are having a Soul Train 25th anniversary. And their their moment voted like top ten moment of Soul Train at that time, and Uncle Phil don't want to go back. He's he's embarrassed about being too old or being too unhip for Soul Train, and uh, I was waiting on this. It took till season five till these episodes. I've been watching it, but Carson did the, he did his happy dance. He wasn't just turning up music, and he was just doing a Carson dance. Will came in on like, what are you doing? He was like, I'm training for Soul Train. So, so Uncle Phil is embarrassed, and him and Aunt Viv argue because she it's an important moment to her. It's the moment she got proposed to. He doesn't want to go because he thinks he'll look bad on camera. So, obviously, Will wants to be the new host of Soul Train because that's obvious. All his life back in Philly, that's all he used to watch is Soul Train. Uh, but it seems like he's trying to he's trying to um. Impress Don Cornelius and everything he does. Don Cornelius is like, nah. <laughs> He's like, nah. He even does it like a. He does like this even later in in, in the uh, show. He does a Soul Train line. He does like a whole flipping air thing. And Don is like, mm, nah. <laughs> he he looks at Don for confirmation, and Don's like, nah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, they, they end up having their slow dance. Aunt Viv and Uncle Phil have their slow dance in the middle of the floor. Soul Train, 25th anniversary. It's pretty sweet. And then Carlton comes out. They do the Soul Train line. And <laughs> and then Carlton comes out. Carlton does the... First, he does the full Carlton. The full Carlton dance. Like, the, the arms. And then he does the the movements and everything. And then he changed the music. And then he does MJ. Oh, you know that one for me. He do, He did MJ. And then, of course, how do we end this episode? How do we end a Soul Train episode 
is it a spoof or is it anyways we end the episode by don cornelius himself sending legendary words i wish you love peace and soul my brother well wait i'm, I'm gonna say <clears throat> and i bring to you love peace and so I can't even I can't even do it plus like Dr. Ellis. But but yeah. Um I gave this eight action figures out of ten. I do action figures, I didn't write this down because during this episode, Will Smith wanted to be the host, so he kept talking about him having a Don Cornelius act uh action figure. Carlton kept saying, You know, you like this doll. He was like, action figure. You want this doll action figure so yeah I, I, that's why i wrote that down so we're breezing right through this actually i feel like i'm going too fast but i'm just give you my honest thoughts on these six episodes and we're almost on the sixth one well we are on the sixth one um but you could tell from the beginning of fresh prince to the end of fresh prince or the, the, the beginning first season to last season how much they change looking wise like First, Carlton looked so nerdy. He still looked nerdy, but he looked like, like uh, <laughs> he didn't look as nerdy in the in the in the older season. He just looked like he wore sweaters. That's all. But now we're on season six, season six, episode six. Not I barbecue. Don't understand the title of this at all. Like at all. But okay. <laughs> um. So. Carlton and Will made a bet. Carlton is not allowed to listen to Tom Jones for a week. Will Smith is not allowed to listen to that quote. What Carlton said, God awful, Biggie Smalls. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what year this came out, but you know. Uh, so Nikki says, you know, who is Tom Jones? And he was like, Tom Jones. You know what? He, Nikki says, uh. Can I listen to some of it? And Carlton's like, you know what? Fine. So he plays. Obviously, it's not unusual. And they both do the Carlton. And Will comes in and says, you lost the bet with my money yet. That's basically what he says. Nikki tricked him. Because uh, Will paid Nikki. But still, he got his money. He tricked him out of that. Anyways. uh, So they say that Nikki is going to a sleepover. It's his first sleepover he's ever had. Even though nitpicking, season four, they also said, this is the episode I watched, they said, oh, Nikki's going on his first sleepover. Just nitpicking. But uh, Carlton likes the male woman, and she invites him to go out, but he he doesn't. He He's oblivious, so he doesn't, he doesn't see it. So Will has a double date, and Will says, uh, I'm, you, we're gonna go. You're, we're, you are gonna go with me on a double date. He's like, I don't want to have a good time. He's like, you won't. I promise you, this will be the worst day of your life. <laughs> Carlton's like, all right, deal. So while on a double date, Carlton is being a jerk. He's being insecure. Not insecure. He's being mean, like insecure to the other girl. Like he doesn't care. And then the girl has a boyfriend that came that comes over, and his name is Mad Dog. He's like a very huge individual he reminds me of the dude from malcolm and eddie the really big dude he reminds me of him that probably is the same dude i don't know uh so they try to hide they hide in the closet 
And then they try to escape quietly while Mad Dog was asleep, but they don't have any clothes. They got, like, shorts and stuff on because they were playing strip something. Like, they ain't really say what they were playing. But he wakes up, and he chases them, and then they go out the window on the side of a building, and they end up getting stuck up there. And they call the fire rescue and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, Carter's like, this is the worst night of my life. <laughs> and Will was like, well... That's what you promised. That's what you wanted. And <laughs> then the episode ends. So I gave this episode six Mad Dogs out of ten. Uh, that last season episode wasn't really that much to me, but I will say I did enjoy watching all these episodes, season one through season six. My favorite one out of these episodes, uh, maybe um. Maybe homeless what a heart attack is. Just I don't know. Just that the the uh emotion probably is why I why I uh put it like that. But I got some fresh prince facts. First of all, the show aired from September nineteen ninety until May of nineteen ninety six. So they had a six year run, obviously. Uh Fresh Prince, Will Smith was a fresh prince. And he was living that reckless lifestyle that he was actually in debt. He was in debt by like $3 million he owed. So, it was like, hey, you, you got to do this show. If you don't do this show, you're going to be in debt. So, he, he did the show. Um, He was actually, Will Smith was almost fired by NBC because he was a bad actor at first. When the, when the show first started, he was like such a bad actor that they was like, get this dude off our screens. But then I guess with the classes and stuff, and they gave him like another chance. He he worked hard at it, and now one of the best actors today. Period, uh, maybe ever. Uh, don't quote me on that. What I'm saying, like his his track record speaks for itself. Um, Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones is the executive producer in this. He's also the cab driver in the opening scenes when he said, "Uh, yo, cab, smell you later." He's that. That's Quincy Jones. Uh. Other facts is that the Banks house that, you know, that they have in the opening credits, that actually isn't in, uh, it's not in, Be- it's not in Bel Air, but it's in Brentwood. If you want a location, I'll give it to you. Location is 251 North Bristol Avenue in Los Angeles. Now, I've wanted to go there to see the house, like, because usually, uh, different places I would want to go just to see like different houses or different you know houses from movies or shows or something and this one in particular you can't see it from the outside it's like a big wall like a tall wall a big gate so you can't even really see it from the outside and they don't really allow it open to like I'm I'm I know they probably rich so they don't care but they would get so much money if they let people get in even if it's like for five minutes just to take pictures of the house or to take pictures in front of the house like people do with the home alone house and stuff they would get so much money like i off subject i went i went to somewhere i went to chicago i wanted to see the family matters house so i went to the the park it's, it's next to a park i think lincoln park i believe lincoln park don't correct me on that. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's Lincoln Park. But I went to Lincoln Park to see where the house that Family Matters was. And they they tore it down. They tore down the house. 
So I was, because I was looking and I was like, this is the address that they gave me, but I don't see the house. But, uh, you know, it, I was like, are you sure? Because, you know, when they, when the wide shot, when they, when they wide shot out the house, I see the park. So I'm like, am I on the wrong side of the park or what? I don't, it, this is not the house. But then I looked on Google and they tore the house down, which sucks. I, like some of these things I wish they could just keep. Like it's a, it's a lot of like if they if they were to ever tear down the home alone house that would suck <laughs> that would suck anyways um we got the Carson dance the Carson dance was inspired by Courtney Cox's dance shoes on the Bruce Springsteen video and of course Eddie Murphy's white guy dance because I like the white guy dance he's like y'all only got two moves right here two moves. Uh, which when you look at it, you can basically you can tell that's exactly what it is. Um, there were only four cast members to appear in all 148 episodes of The Fresh Prince: Will Smith, Alfonso Ribeiro, Ken Parsons, and James Avery. Uh, that's that's Will, Carlton, uh, Hillary, and Uncle Phil, and also they all had a diary. You know, uh, the, all the cast and the crew and all that had a diary. And when the show ended, they gave it to Karen Parsons. So that's nice, too. Six years worth of memories with those guys. I wish she... I don't know if she's unveiled what's in the diary or anything, but that must be, like, a really a nice thing to have her... To have, especially when James Avery died in 2013. Those are lots of memories that she wanted to hold on to. So... When this show was in production, Will Smith and Alfonso Ribeiro uh, were choosing their character names. So, uh, Alfonso was like, hey, how about you choose something that, that you're okay with being called for the rest of your life? <laughs> Will was like, alright, I'm going to go with Will Smith. And Alfonso, for some reason, was like, hey, I'm going to go with Carson. Honestly, he was probably smart, because I'd rather have a name Carson than have Alfonso. But maybe Alfonso is gets him notarized better as like you know that's a weird name so i won't forget it but uh will picked his character's name to be william smith which people think that that's his actual name even though it's like a small little thing his actual name is willard smith willard not william so small little change you know i've watched six episodes the the six episodes that I watch, the six episodes that I watch, I didn't see Jazzy Jeff in any of the episodes. I was kind of upset, but uh, Jazzy used to get thrown out the house a lot. So when they actually do it, he actually got thrown out one time. They 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 recorded him in front of the house getting thrown out one time, but he gets thrown out. Like when he gets thrown out, he wears the same uh same outfits so that when you get kicked out it makes sense you can't just you know you can't just be wearing like a bright red shirt and you get kicked out and he got the, the purple shirt on you know so they gotta make it last even though one time they, one time i remember this they recorded uncle phil getting kicked out the house i remember that one they recorded uncle phil getting kicked out because uh i think it was a dream or something and uh jazzy was dating hillary and Jazzy kicked Uncle Phil out the house. And then one of them, where they, 
a couple episodes, they kicked Jazzy out the back door. And one time, they kicked him in the house. One time, they was already outside the house, and he was like, you can't kick me out. So they threw him in the house. Uh, that's like one of my favorite tropes of uh, Fresh Prince. Anyways, the show actually did get canceled after four seasons, but NBC brought it back because the fans loved the show so much. I think the show in the, the, in the end of season four, I think Will went back to Philly, but then they came back. Uh, I should have watched how they explained that, but I didn't. <laughs> Anyways. And this is something offhand, something totally offhand. I was watching this show called In the House, which I might do an episode on, maybe, maybe not, I might. But I was watching this show called In the House, and Alfonso Ribeiro plays a character on In the House called, Ma- his name is Maxwell. And Maxwell was getting married to Mercedes, who was also played by, oh, I just had her name, I'm so sorry. Uh... Lisa, what is Lisa's name? Lisa's name is Lark. Lark, Lark from, from Say by the Bell. And he's getting married to Lark. And his parents come in at the wedding. And his parents are played by James Avery and Daphne Reed, who's also his parents in the Fresh Prince. So I thought it was a nice little tad bit to throw in there. By the way, James Avery looks so small. I didn't even know that was him when they opened up the door until they had a close up on his face. But yeah, that. Ah, that's nice. So, guys, pl- let me know what you think about this episode, what I need to do better. I mean, I've basically just been sitting here talking to myself. So maybe I might get other people to help me review these episodes. Or I might change it up. I might have an interview one week and like a review the next week. But I'm going to tell you guys what I want to try to do episode-wise. I want to tell you guys what I want to try to do. Uh, I gotta go back to it. Give me, give me, give me a second. You know, technology, right? So, I seen this picture, the black, the uh, top couple sitcoms, and it has Martin, the Wayne's Brothers, the Brandy Mac Show, the Cosby Show, Living Single, the Jamie Foxx Show, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Girlfriends, Family Matters, and the Steve Harvey Show. Then it says everybody hates Chris, and I'm gonna add. Uh, Malcolm and Eddie to that list, but those are some shows that I would want to start reviewing. Maybe Keenan and Kel, all that, uh, other Nickelodeon shows and Disney shows. This is just a trial, so let me know what you think or what I need to do better or worse. Just please let me know. This is a short episode, I know it's gonna be short, but you know. Maybe next time we'll we'll uh you know we have to make it longer. And I have a final question for you guys. I have a final question before we go to the end of the road. Um, when it comes to TV shows, I'm gonna say this is what question of the week. I guess you could say. I don't know how many times I'm gonna come up with a question of the week, but all right. Uh, which do you prefer when it comes to a TV show intro? Do you prefer? The intro to come on as soon as the show comes on? Like, do you prefer the, the intro and then we get into the episode? Or do you prefer when the episode comes on and it's on for like two minutes or whatever and then we go into the intro? I say, I don't know. I'm, I'm torn between the two. But I guess I like when the intro is 
first to start the show. Maybe that's just me. Um, maybe I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the intro. To just kick it off so we don't have no more interruptions. Cause sometimes when you, sometimes also the show don't get in the main groove, and sometimes they use it as a plot point. So sometimes it's like a, you know. Oh, he did. It was like, say somebody shoot somebody. So it's like, oh, he did. Doom, 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 doom. Then we go to the intro. And then when we come back from the intro, we got to see what happened. So uh, it's, it's if it's a toss up. But I want to say thank you for checking out the Prime Nostalgia podcast. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at KBNG Primetime. Let me know what you want me to review next. Or let me know what you want me to do a commentary track to on YouTube. And um, just let me know. I need feedback. I need to know what you guys want me to, you know, want me to start doing better. Or, or you know, what am I doing worse? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, just, you know, tell me, tell me what's up. Anyways, the theme song that you hear actually is by Petrified Gumball Music. I got to say thank you because I really, really like the theme song. You guys can go give him an email and, you know, if you need any music or anything, let me know. I'll hook you up with him. But that's going to do it here, folks. Prime time is all the time. And I'm out.